Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks, and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here, and welcome to Modern Business. Hey, everybody, this is Zach Fishman, and this is Modern Business Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us for another great episode. Uh, We've been away for a little while here. It's been a couple weeks since we last recorded, uh, but really excited to have on uh, my next guest here. Uh, Has a flurry of news to tell us all about. You know, he was just in the midst of telling me before we hopped on here that this has been his best year yet um, in the entirety of the business itself. He is the founder and CEO, so I will be bringing him in shortly so he can kind of tell you a little bit more about the business and you know what we're even talking about today. Uh, but before I do, I uh, just want to make sure that you guys are all aware. Uh, Ryan and I will be in two places in the next couple months. We're recording today in late April. Um, the next couple shows that we will be at, um, number one, will be the International Franchise Expo uh, out in New York City, my old home. Uh, really excited to return back there, but we will be there uh, just hanging out and seeing a bunch of our folks here. So just make sure to say hi if you do see us. And then in addition to that, uh, we will also be at the new conference, uh, the Franchise Customer Experience Conference down in Atlanta. For folks who don't know, uh, that conference is really replacing FCMC and, you know, MitCon, FranTech or whatever the iteration that IFA um, had been calling it in the past couple of years. Um, that has IFA and Franchise Update have come together um, to start this new conference, FCXC. So really excited to be going to that inaugural conference. That is in late June. So if you don't know anything about that conference and you are interested in learning more, uh, Ryan or myself are happy to send along information to you to the Franchise Update or IFA team. In addition to that, uh, other announcements that we have also is that we are diligently looking for sites right now for Young Conference. It's looking like that's going to be in November uh, of this year. We're going to be bringing it back again to get on our normal calendar of doing it. Uh, typically the first or the second week of November. So please do look out for that if you haven't seen anything already. And lastly, uh, but certainly not least, uh, we do have Springboard, which is happening live and in person once again, folks, in Philadelphia. That is going to be September 28th to September 30th. We have moved to a bigger hotel to accommodate for all the interest that we have. We are likely looking at probably 600 people plus this year for Springboard. Uh, which would be, again, another record uh, for attendance. Uh, So we are going to be at the Marriott Old City, which is basically the biggest possible hotel we could be at in Philly. So really, really excited for that, folks. Okay, Uh, looking forward to this next episode here. You know, I have uh, had the pleasure of getting to know this this gentleman that we're going to be having on quite well uh, over the past couple of years here. Uh, really excited to kind of hear a little bit more about why this year has been so, you know, banner has been such a banner year for his brand. I have on the founder and CEO, uh, Mr. Dave Claflin with us of Fastest Labs. Dave, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate you having me on. Well, looking forward to kind of hearing a little bit more about, you know, why this year has been so great. I think what I really want to start with, as I always do with all of my interviews, uh, is the founding story. Uh, obviously, you are the founder. So I think that it, there's there's uh, there's special aspects of that because you kind of get to tell your own story. So if you wouldn't mind talking a bit about the founding story and why you decided to start this awesome brand, that would be awesome. Sure. Yeah. So um, we come from a uh, kind of a long line now of franchise businesses. It's not something we're new to. My wife, LaDonna, and I, we've, we share two things. One, 
Uh, we've been married 31 years, but we've been in business 28 of those 31 years. Uh, we were 24 years old when we started our first franchise and we did, uh, we got into a brand called Mary Maids. It was the only thing we could afford at the time. We had a nine month old baby and literally we put everything we had into Mary Maids. Uh, we loved that business, did it for 13 years as owner operators. And the only reason we got out of it is because we found another franchise that we wanted to get into that was uh, less labor intensive, didn't have as many employees, and it wasn't a disposable income item. Uh, so we got into Worldwide Express. Uh, it's a shipping franchise. At the time, they were they were brokering DHL and, and Airborne Express, if you remember those guys. We did that for 10 years, and literally while I was out cold calling for that business, I ran across a drug testing company. And I'd always had my eye out looking for what is a franchise brand that they need you, they have to have you, one, it's not disposable income, and it's nine to five money through Friday. Those were my criteria because family is huge to us. And when I saw the drug testing business, I would visit with this gentleman. Every time I was in the area, I'd go by and talk to him, visit with him some more, and he loves sushi. So I'd take him out to sushi and just pick his brain and I asked him one day, I said, hey, I'm, I want to franchise this business and I'd love you to be my first franchisee once we get it up and running. He said he would do it. And the rest is history. We started our own franchise. We spent a couple of years putting together the, the operations manual and proving out our concept. And uh, what's been exciting is we started in 2008 when everything was kind of crashing. If you're if you've heard about that, 2008 was not a great year. Well, we did two wonderful things. We started a business from scratch, uh, but not only one, two businesses from scratch. And then the bottom fell out of things. But we found out two things. We found out that our business is very much recession resistant. We wouldn't say it's recession proof, but we found out that drug testing continues to go on regardless of what the economy is doing because uh, they have to have you. And uh, second thing we found out is that it's a resilient business model that allows us to not ebb and flow with what the economy is doing. Uh, then, then we had uh, COVID come upon us and we realized not only are we recession resistant, but we're also pandemic resistant because mm -hmm. we're an essential service. So we got to stay open while everybody was closed and uh, we kept on growing. But End of the story, we started franchising 2010, two years later, and uh, as of right now, we've sold 120 franchises. We're in 24 states. We're about to open 25 more locations, and I think in four more different states. So it's been a pretty exciting journey, to say the least. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think that the business has progressed quite a bit, and I think that the industry itself um, has seen quite a jolt. I think that you know, you guys certainly weren't the first to enter into the industry, but I think that at this point, you guys are likely the fastest growing because I think that there has uh, there are other competitors that are out there uh, that are, that are a little bit older. But I think that you guys have the are, are fortunate because you guys have definitely seen a lot of growth in the past couple months, and we'll get into how that's happened in a second. But yeah. I do want to just ask you, you know, when you're looking at any lab test now, and you're looking at ArcPoint Labs and and a couple others that are you know, considered to be competitors to you in the franchise space, you know, how are you guys really differentiating from those um, when you're talking to a potential franchisee? Sure. Yeah, that's the number one question we get. 
Uh, first thing I tell a potential franchisee is that uh, any lab test now and ArcPoint Labs, both are great companies. They do a great job. Um, I actually looked at uh, an any lab test now way back. And the thing that uh, has not changed that I'm still just a proponent of is I don't want to be in a medical testing type of business. So though we're in the same space, we both do drug testing. You know, the, all three of our companies, AnyLab, ArcPoint, and Fastest Labs, we all do drug testing. But we don't do anything that has anything to do with blood, blood-borne pathogens, biohazardous waste, medical waste, or medical professionals. So we don't have to. We don't have those overheads. So how we differ is that we don't have to pay the professional and general liability for that medical type of uh, malpractice and things that can happen when you're taking people's blood with a needle uh, and then possibly sticking yourself with said needle. Uh, we used to have that happen all the time at Mary Mays. We'd be taking the trash out and one of the, the team members would uh, stick themselves with a needle that was in a trash can. And so they're scared for the next six months. Our workers comp goes up and I just, it's one of the things I didn't want anything to do with needles because it's not, if you're going to get stuck, it's when, but, uh, one big thing is, is we are only open Monday through Friday, nine to five, whereas our competitors are open a little bit on Saturday and during the week. Uh, medical professionals, we don't have to have medical. We can hire just a, uh, a representative that is great at customer service. So it changes the model. It's not as expensive to operate. Mm -hmm. We don't have to go in a high-end retail space like they're required to do. Uh, we go into more office parks, you know, business parks, things like that. Uh, so just from a break-even standpoint, we're about a third of our competitors on a, a monthly break-even to get to profitability. That's a big deal. Uh, but it, it all comes from not being medical. That's completely non-medical. And uh, more or less, we're more of a sales business. I always say the biggest difference is, is we are not waiting for the business to come to us through the Internet people that need a one-time test for uh, hepatitis or some type of a medical condition. Uh, we're an over, uh, it's a residual business where companies have to have that residual over and over drug testing. So that's what we build our business on is, is the B2B traffic. And we still get the B2C traffic, but primarily we really want those companies that test all the time. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. And I think that it is an important distinction to make because I think that often people look at you guys as kind of being in the same category, but um, it is much more nuanced than that. Um, I think that, you know, just so people have a sense, because I think that a lot of what people think of when they are thinking of drug testing is medical drug testing. So just to give some context into the types of tests that you guys are running just for a potential person, if they want to have a bit more info on what that could really mean. Uh, would you mind going into a bit more detail and what types of tests you guys are running? Yeah, uh, and it goes this goes back to kind of the the differences between the companies. So we do a lot of rapid testing. Rapid testing is a really exciting business because um, we actually came out with a proprietary software, which I'll, I can tell you more about that here in a minute too. But uh, I think that the biggest differences is that. Uh, when you're doing a medical type test versus a B2B type test is the speed at which you can do the testing. Uh, waiting behind people, you can't rush a needle 
you, you know, you don't want to rush a phlebotomist that's drawing blood. Since we don't have any of that, our people can walk in uh, for a company test, be tested within five minutes, they're in and out, and we're sending the test results to our customer's portal. Um, the types of tests that we can do are a saliva test, uh, a urinalysis test. These are tests that yield results in less than three minutes. And the company is now able to make the decision, are we hiring this person or are we not hiring the person? We also do DNA paternity testing for folks that maybe they need to find out for divorce or child benefits or for immigration. That's a big one. Uh, there's a lot of folks that need it's really, it's a, it's a painless cheek swab, but it's not blood. So you swab their mouth and we send it off in a couple of days. We actually have results back that tell us whether this is the father or if these people are related, you know, if they're brother, sister, if this is the dad. Um, so primarily it's a lot of uh, B2B urine and saliva testing, but we also do hair testing. Uh, people love the hair testing because it's, it's more like a CSI episode when people hear what we do. When you cut someone's hair, the first half inch of their hair goes back 30 days of drug history. So we can see what people were doing 30 days ago. But if we can actually go back the first 90 days, if we have an inch and a half of hair, we can look at you know a quarter of a, of a year. Um, if it's a saliva test, it only goes back 24 to 48 hours. If it's a urine test, it goes back about 30 days. And if it's a fingernail test, it's pretty interesting. It goes back about seven months. So those are the types of tests that we do. And it's, it's interesting information because depending on the specimen type is how far back the, the test results will go. Huh. Very interesting. I don't think I knew any of that. I did not know. The, the, the hair test I did know, but I didn't realize that if the hair was longer, that it was longer. And I didn't, the fingernail test, I definitely did not know. That's very, that, that's fascinating. So talk to me a bit about, you know, some of the technology that you guys are using, because I do know that that's obviously a big part. And, you know, you've I, I just know just by knowing you some of the values that you guys have and, and speed, obviously being in the name it, it is one of them. And so I'd imagine that in order to to do that properly, you know, and you guys are being relied upon by a lot of very large companies, you know, that technology is likely playing a pretty large role, you know, in what you guys are trying to accomplish. Talk to me a bit about you know, how technology really helps you guys, you know, kind of create that, you know, differentiation versus your versus your other mom and pop or other franchisors in the space. Right. Uh, you said, you know, that it goes back to the differences between us and any lab and our point. Uh, we're the only franchise that has our own proprietary technology. That has been the game changer. It's really been the difference between uh, where we are now and where we were four years ago. Uh, this whole technology thing happened as a result of a very smart lady, somebody that I admire, Shelly Sun, which I'm sure you know Shelly. Mm -hmm. She spoke at the IFA, International Franchise Association, and this was about four years ago. And she said, those people that lead with technology will lead their industry at, when it comes to franchising. And I went back and I realized, you know what, she's right. I've had this idea about making a drug test, taking it from being something that's pen and paper where lots of errors take place and we forget to put the date or the time or the test result or misspell the person's name or really can't even read the person's name, uh, illegible. 
So what we did is we wanted a tablet-based system where we can scan in a person's driver's license. Uh, we can, with our finger, do a drop down of you know ABC company or XYZ company and what tests they want to have performed. Uh, the donor then signs their name. The tablet actually reads the test cup and then reads the QR code. So it scans in. So we've got a record now, a, a chain of custody. So we did it. We have this technology now that literally within uh, three minutes, we're scanning your license, we're scanning the QR code, we're scanning the, the test itself, gives us the test result, and it goes straight to our customer's portal. So we now provide a portal and a login so that people can get the results, not only by email, but they can go back and search for any results they have for any employee that they may have, have had a test for. Uh, that's been the game changer because we have what's called the fastest labs X factor. And it's always been our creed. And that is that we see clients within five minutes that we were, uh, the results are reported immediately and that we can typically meet or beat pricing. And what that did is it sped up using technology. It sped up the, the uh, wait times are even shorter because they walk in, they're tested, they leave results are back at the customer. Uh, versus doing everything on paper and having to fax and email and, you know, look for results. Uh, that's That technology has uh, not only was Shelly's son right, but now we're leading in our space and it's all because of technology. Yeah, Shelly's son is one of my mentors, so I absolutely understand that she uh, probably would say something like that because it sounds very much like her. And I think that, you know, a lot of she's gotten a lot of people thinking in many different categories. And so I think that, you know, being able to lead by example from a technological standpoint is going to be, you know, the best way forward as your industry begins to, you know, get a little bit more attention. And I, and I know that, you know, as, you know, time is going on, that there has been a lot of excitement around, you know, commercial and B2B services in the franchise space. Again, um, for, for a long time there, you know, was, was a bit of a lull, but we're starting to see some interest uh, in terms of, you know, larger, you know, maybe it's larger entities or, you know, more, more sophisticated money that is coming into your space. So I think that technology is going to play a pretty large role in that for sure. So talk to me a bit about, you know, the banner year that you guys are having and why that's happening, because I think from a franchise development perspective, you know, it is just fascinating to see. I think that you mentioned to me um, that you guys, you know, had had a pretty good year last year, and I think the pandemic obviously did help that. But this year has been has been fantastic. Um, as every single time I've talked to you this year, you've 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 said that to me, and it seems like the story and the narrative is getting better and better every time I do talk to you. So, talk I, to me a bit about why that is, and you know what changed. I tell you, the biggest thing that's changed is the maturity of our brand. There. There's this acceleration. It's almost like a stair-stepping approach when you're in franchising. And, and I know you know this, but uh, it's like the first time that, uh, as an example, the first time that we used Fishman PR for our, our public relations nationwide. First time we were a small brand. And so the approach was different. You know, so our advisor at Fishman would tell us, well, you need to do this, you need to do X, Y, Z. So we followed uh, we're a student of franchising, so we're not afraid to take someone's advice that knows what they're talking about. So what we did is we followed their advice. And at that time, it was a smaller kind of program. Uh, people didn't know who we were. Uh, some people still don't know who we are, but uh, that was a growth for us. And then we 
we uh, tried some other, we tried trade shows. We tried, you know, doing national media. Uh, we did, uh, of course, you do online advertising and try to do social media and you do all these things, but nothing replaces becoming a mature brand. When you're an emerging brand, people are still skeptical. You know, well, you only have 25 locations. You get to 50 locations. Well, you you know, 50 is good, but not 100. Uh, it's it, There's something about that maturity that takes place where it becomes easier and easier for people to have confidence in who you are because there's there's critical mass. And that's been one of the biggest things. The other is, is that uh, our technology has made this a much more uh, it's a smarter buy for our franchise candidates because they see that we have something that our competitors don't have so that's a that's a quick win but then when they see how many numbers that we have that we've only had four fail out of a you know out of a hundred sold uh typically what is it the numbers are that 10 percent fail so if you've sold a hundred units then you need to have 10 failures to be normal we've had four fail and, and we've sold close to 120 now. Uh, so that's a, it's a good rate. Uh, the tools and technology that we put in place, we just were always looking for what's the next thing we can put in place to make it better for our franchisees, which we don't call franchise units, we call franchise family. Um, so they validate super well. That helps with us selling more and awarding more franchises. But then a really big, big boom that's happened this year along with just being in broker groups and and um, continuing like we did last year with with Fishman PR, uh, we also wanted to you know kind of branch out and see if we couldn't get national exposure and get help there. Uh, so the latest thing that has made a big difference is Amazon has a franchise system that's called a delivery service provider, and they have well obviously we know everybody. You know, Amazon drops off your packages. Well, those those trucks and those employees that all comes from franchisees that are within Amazon. And what they do is they have routes. Uh, what we found out is those those owners of those DSP routes they want to vertically integrate. So they like body shops uh, because they wreck their trucks a lot, and there's a lot of paint damage and you know a lot of fender benders. And they like drug testing because they have a ton of turnover and they love doing uh, they love the thought of doing their own drug testing, not only for their hundred employees, but the other six to seven franchise owners that operate out of the same warehouse. So they're seeing it as a quick way to quickly get to profitability and then grow with our regular model, but have a, a quick base to jump into. So we've had quite a few uh, come through. So many have come through now that we've actually added it as a questionnaire part of our of our questionnaire on the website is, are you an Amazon DSP? Yes or no? Uh, it's just a quicker, it's an easier business owner to deal with because there's something like uh, only 30 franchisees get awarded out of a thousand interviews with Amazon. So they're well qualified. They work seven days a week, 18 hours a day. So we're getting great candidates, great quality people that make decisions quickly. So we're, we're adding the critical mass even faster than ever before. I love it. That's certainly a lot of reasons why things have definitely changed for the better. I think that it is really interesting to hear 
how you're vertically integrating everything, you know, as it relates to Amazon. I think that that definitely aligns you pretty well with a company that has to do a lot of drug testing. So I think it certainly does make sense for somebody, you know, in that world, you know, to really get into it. And I know that as you were kind of telling me, you know, Amazon, you know, DSPs are working insane hours. And so obviously they are very hard workers and they are uh, very diligent and they are certainly um, quite qualified. So I think that definitely makes sense to kind of align that way uh, as you really have. So, you know, Dave, I obviously know that because you are having a banner year, you are uh, certainly a busy man. So I don't want to take too much more of your time here, but um, is there any other major goals or major happenings that are happening that, that are going on really in the next, you know, eight to eight to 12 months here that you'd want to kind of share with us while we're still while we're still here? Yeah, we're actually uh, as part of the maturing process, we're kicking off some new programs that are that are just focused on our franchisees. Uh, we feel like I mean, we, what we what we know to be true is that when your franchisees stop validating, you stop growing. And so it's very important to us to make sure that franchisees are engaged and the way we're engaging them as we're starting up, we just invested a, a boatload into a new program. It's a franchise performance group or peer groups. I'm sure you know all about those, but we are, we're investing back into our franchisees so that they can start to um, gather as groups and have topics that help each other grow their businesses. The best ideas in a franchise system typically come from franchisees. The better they do, the more they want to share, the more they want to grow. And it's just a it's a reciprocity uh, that continues to happen when franchisees are sharing trade secrets within our business model. Um, other things we're putting out there that we've never had before is our first multi-unit operators, um, peer groups. That's going to be great because they have different you know, different issues and concerns and successes as a result of everything is multiplied by having more than one unit. Uh, the other is, is uh, we continue to invest in our annual conferences. Each one just gets better and better, but we have new advances in technology, new types of testing coming out. Uh, so it's, there's never a dull moment around here. We just continue to push the envelope to make sure that we have the best system out there because uh, we're not only competing against uh, folks to do drug testing in this world, but we're also competing for a lion's share of people that are looking at other franchise systems. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we are a uh, uh, someone that garners attention based on results. And we feel like the number one thing we can do better than anyone else is we can control technology. We can control uh, the tools that we provide and the coaching that we have and the support. So training is is the other big one that we go for. Uh, so everything we invest in is in is kind of in those five tiers. It's got to be training. It's got to be tools. It's got to be support. Um, it's got to be coaching because all those end up having the franchisees do better. And the better they do, the better we do as a system. Yeah, 100 percent. Well, you know, I'm really I'm really just interested to see how the industry progresses, because I think that you know, you certainly have your niche within it. And I think that it's a it's a fascinating one because B2B is going to become more and more important, you know, once again, as people are starting to go back into offices. And I think that you guys will play a really large role, you know, in that. And so I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing some of the new tests and how that makes a difference. You know, I really 
I, I don't think I necessarily knew the differentiation that you guys had over your other competitors within the space. And, you know, that does, you know, that, that does make it a lot more attractive for brokers and things of that nature too. And so it's just exciting to see where you guys are going. And, you know, I'm really grateful that you, you know, took the time today, you know, for us to hear a little bit more about it. But before we go, um, where can people go to learn a little bit more about Fastest Labs if they, you know, are listening to this and they want to go check out, check that out? Yeah, they can go to fastestlabs.com. That'd be the the easiest way. And then you can actually look at services and, and what we offer. But we also have the franchise site, which is fastestlabs.com slash franchise. Uh, easiest way to get to the most information about who we are. Uh, lots of videos out there. We just shot five brand new videos. Uh, so there's lots of new information about who we are and what we do. And um, I, the only thing I failed to mention is uh, you mentioned that you know, you're curious about where the industry is going. When we started in this business, it was a $1.5 billion industry, the drug testing industry is. Uh, by 2019, it was a 1.8, you know, 1.7, 1.8 billion. They are now, uh, as of right now, it's a $3.8 billion industry. And they have now projected that we're going to be a $13.5 billion industry by 2027 because of the amount of drugs that uh, you know are, are coming into the country, different types of drugs that are being created, the new abuses. And just the new friendliness towards, you know, marijuana and and drug use in general. Um, it's not to say that I'm here to say good or bad either way. But one thing that is for sure is that companies are trying to protect themselves from people using new things out there. We never thought that people would be using fentanyl. You know, that's it's not something that you should be playing with. Uh, but there's so many drugs like that now that you never heard of until Prince, you know, died of one or Michael Jackson. Um, yep. It's you never heard of these hard drugs, but they're in the mainstream now. And so that's why there's so many new types of tests. There was five panels of drug tests available when we, we got in this in 2008. Now we have up to a 22 panel coming out. It's brand new 22 panels of drugs because mm, yeah. there's that many things people are abusing now. But uh, yeah, that was kind of my my roundup as as far as where the industry is headed. Quite a direction that I, you know, I guess now that I'm kind of hearing that out loud, it certainly does make sense. And, you know, I think that it really, you know, drug testing will become more and more important to your point just due to the sheer amount of what's out there. So that's a lot of opportunity for you guys. And I think a lot of opportunity for growth as we've kind of been hearing about. And I think that these franchisees are going to have a lot of testing to do on their hands and you know, really excited to see where things go. And we, we appreciate you coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely, folks. Well, thanks again for listening to this awesome episode. If you'd like to listen to more episodes like this, please go to M-O-D-R-N Business, anywhere they listen to podcasts. Thanks so much for hopping on and have a great rest of your day. 